This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Coming out 20 minutes from now, we will talk to our guy Michael Felder on all things college football, Heisman Trophy race with Hennon Hooker, and of course Tennessee and Georgia coming up on Saturday. So excited for that. Right now, though, let's talk to our next guest, Seamus McGee, trader from BetMGM. He's joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America Get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Seamus, welcome back to the show. Excited to chat today. So NFL, big picture, right? There, it seems like there's three teams separating themselves from everybody else. The Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles. It seems like we're going to see some really big lines with those teams moving forward the rest of the year. We have a year like this where there's three teams and then it's a, everything else seems kind of even. As a trader, how does that make it? Does it make it difficult, easier to set lines? Take us into it when there's a year like this where it feels like three and then everybody else. Well, setting the lines isn't that the most difficult part of uh, of something like of a situation like this. Where it comes tricky is our, our futures liabilities get a little bit wonky here because everybody knows that there's three really good teams and a lot of black teams. So. Right now, the Super Bowl book, you're just seeing constant action on the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs. So that's where it's getting a little tricky here. You might see them get, you might see three really short teams come playoff time. Okay, so so the action is on those short teams with those shorter numbers. See, like me as a better, my first thought is, okay, let me go to the the NFC side because there's only one of those on the NFC side, and get much. It's just wide open, like. Yeah, there's more mediocrity, but I would look to those longer numbers. You're saying typically what you're going to see is, hey, these teams are the elite of the elite, and people think it's going to be one of these three winning the Super Bowl, and this is, these are the teams that they're betting on. Essentially, yeah. I mean, that's what we've been seeing mostly. They're getting put in you know, tons of parlays in these future parlays that are becoming more and more popular. Um, mm-hmm. And when you talk about the NFC, I think the – the closest team we have right now are the Niners and the Cowboys, both, both sitting around in that 12 to 15 to 1 range. But, yeah, that's it's pretty much what we've been seeing. Um, you know, it's we still got half a football season left, so a lot could happen. Team could get hot. Players can get hurt. Um, so come playoff time, we, we could be looking at an entirely different situation. But right now that's what it's shaping up to be. Um, Monday Night Football, uh, 
Interesting outcome. Um, what is your assessment? How do you rate the Browns now and the Bengals? I mean, the Browns have a tough upcoming schedule. We know they're getting Deshaun Watson back. Could they be maybe figuring things out? And then on the Bengals side, what's going on with their offense? You know, it seems like they might miss Jamar Chase a little bit. Just curious how you rate both those teams now after what you saw last night. It's pretty hard to rate both those teams right now. They're, they both are <laughs> too they're, – they're just weird. The Browns have lost – like three games that they could have easily won. So they could have a record that looks entirely different to what they have now. Um, the Bengals, the offense looks completely lost without Jamar Chase. I don't know what I saw. And then the play calling last night, you look at like the, the Browns run defense is horrible. And Joe Mixon, I felt like barely touched the ball at all. So I don't know how to rate uh, these teams particularly well here. I mean, we got to see more. And the Browns, it's just you have this huge question mark over you know, Brissett can play well enough most weeks, but he's got to get you into the playoff picture by the time Watson comes back. So it, it's an impressive win for the Browns last night. They looked really good in that second half. Uh, but the Bengals, there's a lot of question marks, I feel like, still. Seamus, we were just discussing Offensive Rookie of the Year and how we feel like that market almost is reopening or restarting. You know, Brees Hall had pulled away, or it looked like he was pulling away, right? He was becoming the guy um, to win that award. He gets hurt, and it's wide open. None of the quarterbacks have either played or performed well. Pickett has not performed well. Willis just got on the field. right? Typically, you, you've got to go to quarterbacks to these awards, but that doesn't look like a, you know it makes a lot of sense. Um Setting the odds week to week for that, is it going to be a thing where one guy has a big game and you're going to, you're going to feel like they're going to, that guy's going to shoot up? To talk about Offensive Rookie of the Year and, and what you're seeing with where the bets are coming is we, we think it's almost like it's, it's restarted every week now. You're right. It was Brees Hall's to lose uh, by the time he got hurt. So you're right. It does really just you know, go wide open. But there seems to be three pretty much consensus guys here between Kenneth Walker Damian Pierce and Chris Olave. And you're right, it is pretty much going to be a week-to-week thing. Who has the biggest game that week? You'll see some odds shift. Because with these trading these awards where they're media-based, a lot of them narrative-driven, these could become mm-hmm. a runaway train if you, don't get, if you don't have a good handle on these. The, the better see one guy have a good game, and they'll just keep piling and piling on until the odds get short enough for them. But yeah, I think you're right. A lot of- it is pretty much going to be a week-to-week thing. A lot of these, it's okay, we, we have our own opinions, but I feel like one in particular, maybe there's a lot of guessing, maybe, I, maybe I'm completely off base. How much guessing is involved in the Offensive Player of the Year? This is great timing because our, my boss, Jason Scott, and I had a conversation about this exact award yesterday. So the Sunday night game, you know, the Bills look great. Allen still has another good game. He's a huge favorite for MVP right now. But he was sitting 12-1 to 1 with us and many other books for Offensive Player of the Year. And you had two quarterbacks ahead of him. So we were, we were discussing how, like, what's the likelihood of another quarterback posting better offensive numbers than Josh Allen and not winning MVP? So last night we shortened Allen to about 5-1 to one on our book. So that's, that is another tricky one. Is it a media thing where it's, yeah, the MVP isn't going to win it anymore. Is it an award that is made for non-MVPs in a year where the quarterback is the MVP? Uh, it's a it's a tricky award, but that's that's where we're kind of landing on this one. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer ixl learning is an online learning program for kids it covers math language arts science and social studies ixl is designed this program will improve your kids grades studies done in almost every state in the country the kids who had ixl are consistently doing better powered by advanced algorithms ixl gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality and it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Um, interesting. I know that one is tough to figure out. What do, what do you make of the 49ers? I know they're very optimistic that they're getting some guys back healthy. They made that trade for Christian McCaffrey. They're looking like the second best team in the NFC. I'm curious how you rate the San Francisco team. Personally, I am a 49ers fan. I, I was holding on to futures for them last year to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I love the addition with McCaffrey. It adds a, it, it's a, it, it was a weird one because it's like they're already really good at running the football. Like how much better do you need to be? But, you know, the idea of having guys like McCaffrey out in the slot and Debo in the backfield really kind of adds a whole new element uh, to the offense, especially when McCaffrey's throwing 40-yard bombs now. Um, so <laughs> I, I rate them pretty highly. I think they're the real deal, but it, it comes down to Shanahan in the playoffs, whether he can he can get it done. I mean, they they could have easily gone to the Super Bowl last year, and they definitely have a roster built to go there now and a quarterback that everyone's familiar with. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Seamus McGee here, a trader for BetMGM, as we discuss futures across the NFL. Um, Seamus, when you look at Defensive Player of the Year, Micah Parsons is easily the favorite. We were discussing earlier, maybe he should be a bigger favorite. Uh, what goes into that? I mean, he's, you know, if the season ended today, I feel like he'd get almost every vote. But there's some other guys with some good numbers. Matthew Judon, Nick Bosa, when he's out there, is obviously a dominant player. When you have a favorite that is a, at a minus number, uh, how far do you put them and how far is too far when it comes to setting the odds on, on someone that is an overwhelming favorite? 
Well, a lot of these come like right after, right when we reopen markets uh, after the week of football. I a lot of it has to do with where is the market sitting at? Is does is someone else have a shorter price on him? Uh, are we still seeing action coming in on this guy even with the short odds? But it seems like right now, uh, you know, the seas have calmed with the with the big minus number we have uh, right now. But I think Nick Bosa is the only guy who's close. Miles Garrett had a good game last night, but he'd have to really drag the the Browns single handedly into the playoffs just on defense. But uh, it's crazy with Parsons. I when he as soon as he scored the touchdown. Uh, on Sunday, I looked to our other trader in the room. And I said, "Like this, this is this is becoming a joke now." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's I. We still have a half a season left, but it just feels like it's it's a complete runaway on that one. What about these week nine numbers? Any any sides or even totals specifically stand out that as soon as you guys posted the numbers over at BetMGM, uh, some of your more respected betters uh, they came in on. One thing I, whenever I looked for beginning, the beginning of the week, whenever I'm looking at NFL lines, I try to think of what, what do you think that number was before the season started? Do you think the Packers were really laying three and a half going into Detroit back in <laughs> August? And that number is kind of starting to go down to a flat three, open three and a half, and betters are getting on the Lions. Uh, the Cardinals is one. Uh, the Cardinals Seahawks game is one we opened two and a half. That's down to one and a half now. And the Sunday night game between the Chiefs betters are as soon as we open eleven and a half, we move to twelve and a half almost immediately. Mm. I'm curious the psychology or what goes on like behind the scenes with these betters who do parlays. Like, are you seeing certain accounts like doing different versions like five times a day? Like, you know, you see these guys hitting these crazy number parlays on social media. I, I Like, what exactly is their strategy? What are they doing? And is there certain, you know, things that you're seeing being more successful or just terrible, whether it's like alt points or, I don't know, first touchdowns, like, or are they doing a mix of a bunch of different things? Like, I think it's just fascinating what these people are doing with their parlays. And uh, I'm sure you see certain patterns. I'm just curious what that looks like on your end any week you have a high number of favorites covering a spread you're going to be paying out a lot of parlays and that was definitely the case with uh this past nfl sunday especially in our retail businesses uh with teasers but uh, you know as as sports betting expands and betters become more familiar with markets they are trying out some more interesting ones like i said before there's a lot of futures parlays we're starting to see occur now and uh, for NFL, one is specifically is, you know, for, uh, is touchdown score parlays. Uh, not even like first touch, just any time touchdown score parlays. So, the, you know, the more betting is going to be around in this country, you're going to start seeing a lot more interesting and creative ways to use parlays. About 30 seconds here, Seamus. Uh, the big college game this weekend, one versus two, Tennessee, Georgia. That number was over 10. I think I saw 11 and a half Saturday. It's down to eight and a half now. Georgia is the favorite in this game. What are you seeing? Obviously, money's coming in on Tennessee to move this number down. Do you think it's going to sit here? Do you think we go down further? What's your read on where we're going with this game? It's been an ocean of Tennessee money, just like it has been all year. It's no different this for this game. Um, it's, it isn't particularly a ton of sharp action coming in on Tennessee. It's really just an overwhelming volume of money coming in. I don't know what number we could hang to, for people to not take Tennessee, honestly. <laughs> but I I wouldn't be surprised if you see this number go back. It, it's going to be really interesting to see if that number does go to double digits. I don't think it will. 
But I think that's one to look out for to see how much books will cling to uh, a number below 10. Seamus McGee on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Michael Felder next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 